We are live. What's up, family? What's up, family? Uh, bear with us as my wife gets situated. She just got her braids done uh, three hours and 36 minutes ago. And so uh, her braids are a little tight, but God be praised. Hey, while you're here, I see we got 10 folks in here. Tell me where you're from. Let me know where y'all listening from. Where you listening at? Where you watching at? Are you in your room? Are you on the go? Let me know in the comments. I just want you to scoot over. If I scoot over, then, then I got to move the camera. Okay, you can scoot back over now. I just, had, I just needed to scoot my chair up. Still got to move the cam. See, now we got that showing. Whatever. Okay, we got reporting live from the gutter. We got New York. We got the Netherlands. We got wow. We got London on the track. Orlando, New York, Houston, H Town. It's going down. Cali, the Netherlands. That's awesome. Southside. Charlotte, Southside. North Carolina. North Dallas, Carolina. Texas. Detroit. That's how they say the Detroit. They don't say Detroit. They say Detroit. Detroit. VA, Toronto. Beanie Man from Canada. <laughs> Drake from Canada. Jedediah. Beanie Man from Jamaica. Jedediah from Canada. San Diego. Reporting live from Syracuse, New York. And West Philly. Philadelphia. Are you from West Philly? Because Winchester, I feel like if you're from UK. Philly, shout out to Philly. you from the UK. Houston, first time catching us live. So glad Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. that you are here. ATL, Fort Lauderdale, Kentucky, Belgium. Wow, Belgium, London. I had a friend from Belgium. We are international. Okay, the glasses aren't going to work, even though they're really cute on me. They're not going to work because. You can see our reflection. You can see the reflection. I'd have to keep my head turned like this the whole time in order for it to be cute. Hampton, VA. Nashville, Tennessee, DC. Am I saying this properly? Colchester. UK, Maryland, Jacksonville. Atlanta. Atlanta. Well, without further ado, we're about to kick the podcast off. It's going down. Let's get into it. Life with the Logans. Uh, yeah. Everything's weak. Everything's weak. We're down and devoted to our friends and family. Oh, now we love one another. That's right. We're going to be together for life. Logans. Yo. Thank you guys for checking us out tonight as we are going live. Once again, I'm your host, Cam, sitting here with my lovely wife, Vicky. And uh, yeah, it's everything is we. So let's go ahead and get into it. Let's get into it. But before we get into it, let's talk about the last couple of episodes, man. Have y'all been rocking with us? We recorded the show that's going to be next week earlier this week 
it's pretty cool. It's pretty fun. Uh, but but last week's episode, I was a little nervous. I ain't gonna lie to you. I Cam thinks little, way too hard. I was he, a little nervous. He thinks way too hard. And he likes to box himself in. I don't know why he likes to do I that. I don't know what she's talking about. Yes, you do. But I was nervous last week. But y'all really rock with it. I still, I still have yet to go read the comments. But my friends was like, bro, the game was hilarious. Um, they're like, your black cards are definitely revoked. But hey, nevertheless, we got another video that's going to be dropping or another podcast episode that's going to be dropping next week. It's going to be fun, too. But tonight, I said, man, we got to go live. Let's try to get it in. Let's try to give. I, I love going live because it's like it's like y'all are here. Even though I can't see your face, it would be cool if we did like some kind of Zoom setup or something where like we could actually see y'all. That would be cool. But uh, even though I can't see y'all, uh, just seeing y'all names and seeing the interaction, it just adds uh, another level to the podcast. What do you, Don't you think so? I mean. Yes. You prefer, just, you prefer the confined? Well, like not. no, it's just when people watch back and listen back, they won't be live. So they're like, we weren't there. That's <laughs> true. So That's they're true. listening to us talk to people. I don't know. It's just always weird to me. I'm a watch back kind of person. So maybe that's why. I feel you. <laughs> uh, Willie said, I was going to leave a black car movie guy for y'all. That's fun. But here's the thing. Like, I'm not good at memorizing movies. You don't have to memorize movies. It's just like. But I'm saying like facts. I like people like, oh, Cam, you remember in uh, Save the Last Dance, they said, I'm like, bro, I don't, I don't remember. Sorry. I don't remember. Or, you know, I remember one of my old coworkers, he would just always give analogies and bring up. Yeah. Cam, you remember in the Saving Private Ryan when no. Cam doesn't get movie references either. Because that's he what, doesn't that's, remember that's, nothing. That's what I'm talking about. I don't. I don't understand that. I but. don't. Sorry. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but hey, I just wanted to shout out. He's in here. He's in here. I just saw him. G. G. Marcel. Am I saying your name properly? I saw you. I saw your name pop up. Uh, my guy. He left the question, the pregunta of the day so without further ado we're gonna go ahead and get right into it and uh i want you guys to take a listen so if you guys want to be a part of the podcast you guys can send us voice notes voice memos on the anchor platform and you will be able to uh be on the podcast so here we go Topic of the day, y'all listen to this. What's going on, y'all, too? I love the podcast, and I pray it continues to excel. Uh, my question is in relation to friendships. I love how often it comes up. I love how you all emphasize the necessity of communication and even recognize that some people aren't intentionally out to hurt you. It's just how they're wired, and they might not know any better, so that's why you should talk it out with your friend. Uh, from your experience, when was enough enough, or when was the last straw the last straw? Uh, especially with friends who are also fellow believers. And did you ever contemplate not saying anything at all after a certain point to not come off nagging? And perhaps you thought it's just better to just distance myself and love from afar. Or did you take it head on and say, hey, I just want to let you know this is it. I'd love to get your thoughts on that. And uh, thank you. 
So we're talking about <clears throat> how to break up with your friends. Friendship <laughs> fallout. Friendship fallout. And and you know what? It's interesting because even though I'm more than you and you you can I'm not saying this in a spiteful or degrading or demeaning way. I'm a more friendly person than you. And so I it's not that I it's not I'm not gonna say that I care more, but like I wouldn't say well I feel I feel it more mm, when um no or I I show it I show it more. You you feel stuff, but you may not always show it. And your approach to friendship fallout is totally different than mine. So tonight is gonna be it's gonna be a great it's gonna be a great conversation because it's when I when we listened to this earlier this week, I was already like, well, my approach to this is totally different than yours. Yes. I don't think our approaches being different means that you're more caring than I am. And I, I'm not I wasn't saying it to say that I'm more caring, yes, but or that I, I get what you mean because I come off as though I'm not as caring in friendships exactly. because <laughs> But that's only with people that I'm not super close to, if that makes sense. Like, I have very strict boundaries when it comes to friendships. And I place people, I try to place people in the correct area of my life. You know what I mean? So certain fallouts and certain, I mean, I won't even call them fallouts. Certain friendships, like, if they end and I don't, if I, if I act like I don't really care, it's probably because we, I wasn't that close to that person anyway. So it didn't really matter. But, like, people that I am really close to, friendship like friendship issues and friendship fallouts. I, I kind of deal with it. I mean, not the same way that you do, but with the same care, if that makes sense. Um, but I'm also, I'm big on boundaries and I'm big on self-respect and I'm not going to let people disrespect me either. So I don't care if I've known you for 20, 30 years, like if you disrespect me, I'm not going to let you disrespect. Me. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm not going to in order to and and I think there's a I think there's a healthy way to deal with issues without brushing them under the rug and pretending like they don't exist. Because I have had relationships where I pretended like the issues didn't exist and those were probably the hardest relationships to end because when you pretend like stuff don't exist and you don't talk about things then you kind of can't end the relationship because you don't have any reason to, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Like, I mean, if, if we never talk about anything, then we won't end the friendship because we don't talk about anything. But if you talk about things, then you're going to discuss, or at least in an amicable, like, healthy way. I mean, there's unhealthy ways to leave relationships. You just ghost each other and never talk to each other again, um, which I've also done. That didn't work out because 10 years later, the person came looking for me. So, <laughs> I mean, it's like you have to, I, I think I've had a wide variety, a wide range of dealing with relationships in different ways. And I've learned the healthiest ways to do it and the not healthiest ways. Um, but I don't think that means that I don't, I didn't care about that relationship. It's just sometimes, I think it depends on the situation too. It depends on the person because some people are more forward about their feelings and they'll tell you what's wrong. And some people won't, you know what I'm saying? Like right. some people it's like, 
they don't want to discuss or they don't they won't be upfront about what they really feel until it's too late. And then they'll just be like, yeah, I just can't do this anymore. And that's it. But then some people are like, well, this is how I feel. This is what you said. I don't like this. I don't like that. And I think that's better when you when you're able to talk things out, because then you grow from those relationships. Like, at least I know what I did wrong. So then I can make an assessment on whether or not this relationship is good for me or not. You know what I mean? Um, and then you can find maybe like a common ground and say, okay, well, maybe this relationship, maybe we have to change the dynamic of this relationship. Maybe we just don't talk as much. Maybe we just don't try to force each other to be in a certain space um, that we may have already, that may, that we may have been in, but it's not working out anymore, you know? And you're able to kind of save a relationship without burning a bridge. Yeah. That I feel like that's better than just like not saying anything and cutting somebody off without saying anything. I'd rather we talk about it. Like I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna call you. Let's talk this out. Like what what happened? What did I do wrong? Like, can you explain? And then if it's just a like, okay, you tripping kind of thing, then it's like, all right, I can kind of see where this is going. Like, I'll take a step back. I still love you. We can still be cool, but like we don't have to talk every day. And I've had that conversation with people like we don't have to talk every day. Like it's fine. If our relationship isn't what it used to be, we grow up, we're different people now. That's fine. Um, I still love you. And I'm still, you know, say what's up every now and then and all that, but we ain't gotta be, you know? Um, so that's, that's how I see it. Um, I think there's only been a few times where I've had to like, I don't even know if it's confront, if confront is the word, just kind of like put my foot down, I guess. I think there's only been a few times where that's happened and I'm like absolutely not we're not doing this maybe one time I think that happened one time <laughs> maybe I mean so but normally and it and I think I am able to um I'm I'm a, more of a realist so I don't really expect people to not mess up um that's not a good way to look at it like I kind of expect people to mess up and if you don't get on my nerves, wow. Like, <laughs> I don't think anybody has ever been able to do that except for Cam. Um, but, like, I, I kind of expect people to, I give them enough distance. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I never really, this is going to sound bad, but I never really let people affect me to the point where, like, if they do something wrong, I'm just like, oh, my God, the world is ending. You know what I mean? Like, I keep people at a enough distance to where, like, if they say, hey, I don't want to be friends with you anymore, I'm like, cool. Like, you're a person. You're a human. You have feelings. I can't always change what you feel. So if you don't want to be friends anymore, okay. And and that's, I'll, I'll interject right there because <laughs> sometimes it's on them and it has nothing to do with you. Right. So I'm, what am I going to do? I can't and do so, that. Yeah. And so it's like, hey, like this is my mindset because my approach is slightly different. Not to say that you don't care, you know, because I know y'all in the comments, y'all trying to be messy. But <laughs> what? Uh, it's I'm still I'm I'm still going to leave the door open. And not that I'm ignoring the tension or ignoring the the fallout i'm just going to continue to move with love and grace 
Because like you said, and I believe Manny was talking about this. Somebody was saying this earlier. I think I was reading it. It's like, it's like we don't allow humans to be human. Right. It's like we expect. No, it was Manny. Manny was, he was ranting about, you know, there's this church bashing page where they just post stuff. And she was posting about something Judah Smith said, but everything he said was good. But he was just saying it in a very expressive way. She was like, oh, yeah, well, he seems to have the joy of the Lord because he's yelling. It's like, well, just because he yells don't mean he don't have a joy. So, like, we we put our own uh, views and convictions on people that we think they should have, even though you've never expressed that to them. And now it's like, oh, I don't want to be friends with you because the way you handle stuff is different than me. Like. That's just, that's ridiculous. Why can't we allow people to be people? Or if people mess up, church hurt, for instance. Okay, you may have gotten hurt. And I'm not saying that the things that people go through aren't validated or aren't real hurtful because they are. But we get hurt in every aspect of life. But guess what? We pick ourselves back up. We pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. We put our big girl panties on, our big boy drawers on, and we keep it moving. You have to. The DMV treats me horrible every time I go, but guess what? I still got to go. Still gotta go. The, the, the people at the post office sometimes give me attitude, but guess what? The next time I go in there, I'm going to go in there smiling because I don't know what you've gone through that day. Maybe there was a reason why you gave me attitude. Maybe there was, you know, and so then, you know, to, to talk about my perspective, okay, there's been several occasions, okay, in my life, even a post that Wanda sent us earlier about, you know, the things that pastors have to deal with on this level. Oh, well, we, I've get, been a, we get cut off all well, the time. Well, I've been a PK well, my whole life. Time. So PKs get cut off all the time. I've seen no my, I've seen people over hundreds of and hundreds of people just literally ghost my parents just out the blue. They didn't came to the hospital. They didn't pray for you. They didn't extended energy and effort and love and grace and virtue to you. And then, you know, you don't become an elder or a deacon. And then you just, you just, boom, we don't hear from you no more. Then we like, we see you in the grocery store. We try to, but you just, you know, you just run away or you do what it's like, what, like what about us? Or about the human race makes us think that when you've been a part of someone's life and you just up and leave that, that, that they're not going to feel that. And so that's what, you know, I feel that because I felt that my entire life. I've had friends that I've been very, very close with, spent the night, sleepovers, things of that sort. My dad calling folks sons and all of this other stuff. And then the next minute that family's gone or the next minute this person's gone or the next minute the the dynamic of the relationship changes and it may not have even been because of the kids it may have been because of the parents and so it's like all of these things that i've continually had to deal with and it's like i just had to get to a place where i have to protect my peace yep and in order in order to protect my peace i move differently when relationships uh when new relationships come about it's like i come into the relationship because I know how Cam is. Cam loves hard. Yeah. Whether you my wife or you my friend, I love hard. I text my friends the other day. I was like, man, I miss y'all. Yeah, I'll, te I'll text, I'll text all my musician friends 
on a Sunday morning and literally pray for them. I, man, I pray that God moves on your life. Man, I pray that worship is crazy today. I pray that, man, you just feel another a new level of anointing. Like, that's how I am because that's how I was raised. He's, he's so sweet, y'all. And so I'd be ignoring all when dynamics <laughs> in the relationship change, I'll be texting I still pray for you, but now I just have to, I just have to separate myself a little bit Boundaries. to protect my peace. I'm not going to bash you. I'm not going to talk crazy about you. I'm not going to wish death on your dog. Cause that's just horrible. I'm not I, like, I'm not going to do some of these things that I see people do because friendships, uh, adult friendships change like, no, or if I see you do something sideways or you or I feel like you're using me or whatever, I'm going to peep it. Peep. And I'm going to be like, oh, I see. I have to change your level of access in my life to protect me. My and dad. so and so for for my, my guy, G. Marcel, that, that asked a question, like I would just say, like, learn a, a, a new way to protect your peace because like friendship fallout is legit. Friendship fallout does happen. People will ghost you, but Sometimes to protect your to protect your peace and to protect your heart, the Bible says guard your heart. Yeah. In order to guard your heart, you gotta you have to learn how to put people in the right place. It's called relational intelligence. We have to understand. I, <laughs> I might have to post the clip again. When you've been dealing with somebody, it's called it's called energy management. I'm gonna give this analogy. I'm and then I'm really good at that. It's I feel like that's energy one of my management, right? In the wintertime, for those of us that live in cold weather climates, we have these things called space heaters, okay? And a space heater draws a lot of power out of that 120-volt outlet. And so if it's drawing a lot of power, power may go out elsewhere. It may switch the breaker box. It may cut the power off. It may do something if it's on for a long period of time because it realizes that we have to send the power that may be going to the spare bedroom. We got to send that to the guest bed or to the main, the master bedroom because they're using the space heater because obviously they need this space heater on. And over time, if you leave the space heater on, what's going to happen? It'll cut off and the reset button might pop out because you've used too much power in that particular room. We have to do the same thing. Once we realize that somebody is connected to us and they've been using too much of our resource, they've been using too much of the power that we have, they've been draining us to the point where I can't give no more energy to my wife because I've been spending all my time, my energy, Absolutely my resources not. on trying to foster this great relationship with this person who I'm not sleeping with, if I can be frank, mm -mm. then I'm, I'm, that's not proper use of, of, mm -mm. of relational intelligence. Listen, listen, I made a vow to this man. So he the only one that's going to get the most energy out of me. Everybody else, I'm sleeping good at night. I Listen, I can only do so much as a human. Um, and obviously that doesn't mean that I just disregard my faults and, you know, just do things crazy and act weird around people. And no, like I'm going to still try to be a good person. But at the end of the day, if there ain't nothing I can do to fix it and you just don't like me, okay, what that's got to do with me? Like, I just, I mean, I mean, I'm only married to one person. So right. that's the only person that matters at that point. And I, I feel like when you were saying the energy man management thing, I feel like, I feel like I'm a little better at that than you are. Um, like I, I'm very big on boundaries and I'm very big on 
managing my energy and um it's almost to the point where sometimes I hoard my energy but I have a I have like I have this ability to like not give energy to things if I know it's not healthy for me to give energy to that because right. there have been relationships in the past that I gave too much energy to and it gave me anxiety um because I'm although I am a very like I don't care kind of person on the flip of that, when I do care about somebody, I really care. You know what I mean? And so I have the ability to kind of like, they they can affect me if they're too close to me like that. So I know with myself, I have to be aware of how much energy somebody may be taking from me. Um, and so I just don't give energy to that person anymore. So what I do is, and you might have to practice this, just setting boundaries with people like especially especially people I care about people I people I love like I'm I'm not going to let them take too much from me because even the people that you know like even like family members and stuff you sometimes can't cut them off they're in your life so right. you have to learn how to set boundaries with people to where I still love you and I still interact with you but you may be muted on Instagram and not know that, that I, I didn't unfollow you I didn't block you but I don't see none of your posts and I don't see none of your stories. I just, you may have to do something like that. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that I mute on my Instagram, people I love and care about. They're muted because, and only for a certain amount of time, it's just like, if you're drawing too much energy from me, if I'm worried about you all the time, if I'm thinking about you all the time and you won't let me help you or you won't let me in, or you're like butting heads with me, like I'm, I'm going to mute you for a little while because I need space from that. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I can't have somebody drawing my energy. Like I'm, I get tired easily and I'll be asleep all day. <laughs> if somebody is draining that much energy from me, Cam can keep going. He can keep bouncing around, but no, like if I'm thinking a lot, I'm thinking hard. So sometimes I just have to like mute that person and we can only text. I just can't see you on social media. Cause I don't want to see what you're doing. You know what I mean? Um, you just have to learn how to set those kind of boundaries with people and stick to your boundaries. Don't like, Oh, I feel bad today. So, I'm going to text them and see, like, you know what I mean? Like, you have to be strict on your boundaries and know where people fit and how much of them you can take if you want to salvage that relationship. Now, if you, if it's just to the point where you're like, I can't do this no more, I'm sorry. I still feel like you don't have to burn bridges with people. You could just be like, hey, like, if you want to be upfront, I feel like being upfront is fair. Like, I feel like if you have an issue with someone and you feel it and it's weird, the dynamic is weird, I feel like you should say something. Like, I feel like you should be like, hey, bro, like this thing, I'm, I don't feel cool. I don't feel good about what you said or this is rubbing me the wrong way or like I really want better for you or whatever. Yeah. Like you can say your lifestyle is not conducive to what I, I'm trying, how I'm trying to live, what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? Because I feel like at some point as believers, we sometimes have friends who do crazy stuff that we don't agree with. And then we find ourselves struggling with not saying something in order to not uh, read them for filth, if you will. Um, and so, like, you can only be a help so much to somebody before their life being chaotic starts to affect you if they don't change. <laughs> right. So then, like, you have to take a step back and say, okay, you, you know, you don't have to, like, Tell them they're going to, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to tell them like, oh, you suck or your life is trash. I can't deal with this. Like, just be like, hey, like you want something that I'm not really, I'm not really on or you don't, 
I mean, I don't know, like however you want to do it. But a lot of times I just kind of fall back like you doing some stuff that I'm not. That's not me. And you know that. But you don't want to change. And I don't want to. You ain't asked me for my advice. Right. So you going to live your life. Grown folks going to do what grown folks want to do. And I ain't telling no grown folks what to do with their life. You ain't asked me. I ain't. I ain't finna just sit up here and preach to you and you don't want to hear it. So if your life being chaotic and anxiety hot mess is drawing energy from me, you could do that over there. Call me if you need me, but I'm going to be over here. You know what I mean? And we've had to do that where it's like, mm, these people are doing some stuff we don't agree with. So no, y'all can't come over our house. That's just how it is like I'm I'm like no I don't want that kind of energy around me in my home because I don't agree so we can hang out somewhere else but you ain't coming over you ain't spending the night you ain't you know what I mean like you have to you have to set those kind of boundaries with people because ain't everybody everybody's not your come over to house friend everybody's not your be going on a trip on a vacation friend like you can have people like that but you got to know who those people are you know what I'm saying that's funny because it's, it's funny that you even say that. So I know there's a, I'm a, we're going to put a pin in that. We're going to come back to this, you know, Cam, I'm a good, I'm going to get off topic, but it's related. <laughs> so Kiara Shear had made, I mean, and it just went viral. She was on somebody's podcast and they were asking her about, you know, what's one tip her mom gave her, whatever, whatever. And she said, my mom, you know, basically was letting me know, like, you don't let your friends spend the night at your house now that you're married. And that's one thing, you know, you can talk about, you can talk about this. Your mom basically said the same, like single women are not spending the night at our house. That ain't happening. Mm-mm. And my sister. Um, yeah, well, yeah, Lexus don't count. I mean, but you, but live with, you live but with like, her. But like her friends that's single, they've never spent the night at the house. Not really. Not unless you weren't here or. Yeah. Or if it was just like a, it has happened once. But that was just like a, it was late and I didn't want them to drive home by themselves late and all that stuff. But it's not like a, oh, walking around and, and they pajamas. And, yeah, and no, like, no, you no, know no, what no, I mean? No. Like that's. Because guess what that, guess what that does? It opens the door for. You, exactly. Exactly. You have to know, like the friend that it's I had your, spent the night. creating. I, she, she was. She's one of them people who is very respectful of those kind of boundaries. Right. So I was like, okay, this because person you can have stay to protect here. your peace. You got to protect not gonna, your house. She's not going to act like that. But you some have people, to close the door of temptation so that you don't let the enemy in. The Bible says be sober minded. Some of y'all are so drunk with all kinds of doctrines and stuff and you're not paying attention. And he's like, I don't know why this could happen to me in my relationship because you didn't watch. You didn't protect your house the way you were supposed to. So mm-hmm. that that's another way to protect this relationship. In order to protect this relationship, Kira said, Kira, she was saying, I'm, you know, my friends, they just, you know, that's just not going to happen. Like, y'all can't spend the night. Yeah. Y'all can't. But, be over, and that know? doesn't mean, I, I feel like some people might be like, that's disrespectful, blah, blah, blah. Not necessarily. Like, y'all can go on girls trips, get a hotel room and do a staycation with your girlfriends. Right. Like, it doesn't mean that I can't hang out with my single girlfriends. It just means my single girlfriends ain't going to be walking around in their drawers in front of my husband. Like, it just, that ain't finna happen. Like, we do girl things on girls' adventures, you know? Like, you don't put yourself in compromising positions. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. You don't put yourself in compromising yes. positions. Okay. Yes. 
every man is tempted of his own lust, man and woman. You're tempted of the things. If, if <laughs> that's a whole another topic. Okay, so let me get back. Okay, uh, she says, "What if you're always the person bringing something up in a friendship?" Because I feel like we let me leave this up here. I feel like we kind of dealt with something like this where you were talking with you know one of our friends and she kept asking uh somebody else like if there was an issue if there was an issue if there was an issue and you were like like you just got to let it like let that go stop bringing that up or whatever so talk so talk to me like how do you how do you I... deal with something like this because from from a guy's perspective i'm not going constantly text or call well or, guys don't talk like that anyway bro did i offend you guys don't do that anyway like bro you good you good all right cool okay, we going to hoop. all right cool like if you good did you good you know what cool. like that's it just is what it is but i also feel like it men are men are different because y'all compartmentalize things so you can know something wrong and y'all can still be like all right we going to hoop like you know what i mean like it doesn't y'all don't bring stuff up like like it don't just be festering like oh man like I, he still ain't talked to me about this or whatever. Like, I feel like y'all have y'all do a good job of separating your fun from your <laughs> from your grievances, I guess. I, I guess. I mean, from from my guy friends, I, I there are some friends out there that do stuff like this, but I don't have them. Yeah. Praise but um, my dad always taught me to turn the hourglass over. So if there is an issue. You never really even have to bring it up. You just turn the hourglass over and in time they going to do or say something that's going to bring it to the table. And then like then there then the conversation will be had or then you'll be like, OK, I seen what I needed to see to know what to do with this relationship. Um, so I don't I don't feel like you have to keep bringing stuff up. I think it's good to bring something up once or twice after that I'm done you only I don't like repeating myself so I'm gonna say what I gotta say and once I've said it I've done my part I should not have to keep saying it over and over again you heard me the first time that's that's how I feel because I just feel like at that point if you keep bringing things up they're I, they're actively not listening and then I don't want to I don't want to continue to give energy to somebody who don't listen to me anyway right so if I say something once and you didn't hear me then you didn't hear me and you also won't hear from me uh <laughs> that's how i am though i don't waste my energy like i just i don't have time i'm i because grown folks gonna do what grown folks want to do if we're grown and i tell you how i feel and you disregard my feelings i have nothing else to say i've said my piece i've given you a chance after that, I'm done. Take do what you want with it, but I'm moving on with my life. I don't need friends. Like here's here's the thing. Here's the thing that this is where we differ. I don't need friends. <laughs> like I I say this to myself. You need people. You do. You do. You need people. However, you don't have to force relationships just because you need people. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, nothing in life ever should be forced. Like, you need people, but you shouldn't be in relationships with bad people just because you need friends. Because you really don't. 
at the end of the day, you you don't you don't need you don't need like particular people. It's like you need people around you. You need a circle. You need a squad. You need a team of people who can, you know, be a support or whatever, and you support them, vice versa. But also, if that relationship is unhealthy, you don't need that person. So I, that doesn't mean kick them to the curb. It just means go on about your life. And if they want the relationship and you've already said what you needed to say, then you said what you needed to say that you've done your part, do your part, let it go. And this is where I feel like we tend to like kind of kick God out the picture is when we start trying to control and fix situations without letting God do the work. You know what I mean? Like, yes, relationships are work between two people. But if you're always pushing, 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 and that person is not pushing back, then you may be doing too much and not allowing God to work on them the way that they need to be worked on to where they can even come up to where you are as far as mentally, you know? Um, so like if you keep pushing for somebody to respond the way you want them to respond, you're kind of being manipulative at the manip manipulative manipulative at that point <laughs> um because then you're trying to force something to the way you want to see and not what God trying to show you because sometimes it's not just oh they need help they need to grow up they need to hear what I'm saying sometimes it's you got to take a step back and look at yourself like why am I trying to force this relationship to be healthier why am I trying to what am I trying to get out of this you know um it's it's like a two-way street. Like you may be doing too much, they may not be doing enough. You have to give space for people to learn on their own. Yeah. And hear what they need to do for themselves. Like you can't force somebody to hear you, if that makes sense. Um I don't know. I just I'm a very like like I said, I'm I'm a realist when it comes to people. I'm like, man, people suck. Me included. Um, people suck. And you sound like them. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't expect anybody to get we it right, suck, Father God. We do. We're nothing in your um, presence. So we all need work. So anytime there's like an issue in a relationship, I always look at myself first. Okay, what am I doing wrong, and how can I fix it? Not in a way that I try to, like, not in a way that I'm like beat myself up, but like, okay, if I did something wrong, I'm sorry. Apologize, you know, to myself, and then talk to God about it. Let me know if I did something wrong, Lord. And if and if, if we give it some time and and ain't nothing really ain't really clicking for me, I'm like, well, maybe, maybe it's them. And I just gotta take a step back and let it be. He's stupid. I don't wanna be manipulative, you know what I'm saying? Manipulative or manipulative. Huh? Cause sometimes we see potential in people, and we talked about this before. You cannot be in a relationship with potential. Like you can't see the potential good friend that that person could be and then try to force them to be that they still suck so you just gotta let them suck and they gonna learn you gonna learn today uh <laughs> you know see this, this is good because what i've seen in my little short time of living is that sometimes some of us i've been reading the bible <laughs> And so I've been reading the Bible. And so I'm I'm gonna say some stuff that's in the Bible. Okay, Paul says, some of you have been walking around 
puffed up in your own knowledge. Mm. Some of us are walking around here acting like we got it all together. Like we have all the answers. Like we have all of the resources. Like the answers, everything Sway. that we say is word and bond. Like everything we say is super hot fire. And it's I like, bro, that. just because you got a little bit more wisdom than the next person, that does not mean that you need to puff yourself up or exalt yourself above this person. And then when they're not getting you or when they're not in a space to hear you or receive what you got to say, now you like, they they don't even, they can't even handle what I was trying to get. I was trying to bring them up to my level. And, I, and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hmm. Simmer down. Let's not let's not get so puffed up mm -hmm. that we disregard the space that this individual is in. Maybe they're not in a space right now to receive. They're not gonna be able to hear you anyway. And this is what I be trying to tell people: like the arguing and the bickering, especially this has nothing to do with friendships, but just like even online when people are like going off on a topic and they're arguing in the comments, it's, like, it's so stupid point? to me. Because it's like you've already when you go into an argument nine times out of ten, you already have your point that you want to make and you are firm on that point. You're not changing your mind. So then you're literally just like barking at people what your point is and not you're not really going to hear them because you don't care what they have to say because you already know exactly. how you feel. So like you mad. Yes. And certain people who are not in a healthy mindset or in a, a healthy mind frame. Um, or they they're immature in their thinking or they're immature like spiritually or whatever. They're not going to hear you when you say sound things like when you have wisdom and you have something smart to say, they're not going to hear it like that. They're going to hear it from the perspective of I'm right and I know what I'm doing. This is me. This is what I want to do. And so they're not they're not going to hear it the way that you're trying to. Deliver it. You yep. know what I mean? Um, most people, not most people, but a lot of people are not in the space to hear you that way because a lot of people aren't good communicators. And we're so used to being on social media, giving our opinion and our story. This is my truth. Everybody got their own truth now. So your truth is like not really the truth. It's actually a lie, but it's how you see it. So it has to be valid because it's your feelings, but also feelings and facts are not the same thing. Um but people just disregard facts these days and just go off their feelings. So like you could be if you're dealing with a facts, if you're a facts person and they're a feelings person and they're going to go off their feelings, nothing you say is going to make sense. They're not going to hear anything you're saying. You're not going to win. So you have to know what kind of person you're talking to, because some people are not like this is what I appreciate. And this is why I love Wanda. This is what I appreciate about me and Wanda's friendship. Like me and Wanda don't agree on a lot of things like we we argue about a lot of stuff. She's probably the one person on this earth that I'll actually willingly argue with um, other than my dad. Um, but we argue about a lot of things and eventually we do come to an agreement. But when we're arguing about stuff, it's like she has enough wisdom to hear what I'm saying, even though she is strong in her feelings and I'm strong in my feelings. And we're both stubborn in how we feel like she has enough wisdom to come back the next day and be like, I was tripping. <laughs> I was tripping. I'm sorry. And and that's cool. And I'll be like, cool, like, tell me I'm right. And then I'll be happy. <laughs> or sometimes I'll be like, you know what? I was being kind of mean. I was about my period. I'm sorry. Like, it's fine. And then we hug it out. You know what I'm saying? I do the same thing with my dad. We're the same way. Like, I don't be agreeing with him on a lot of stuff. 
we argue, and then after that, we hug it out. Like, that, I mean, that's that's what I feel like is healthy communication. Like, we can we can share our thoughts and feelings and not in the relationship because we disagree. Yeah. You know, that's to me, that's having wisdom. It's like, okay, like I can receive what you're saying because I know you're not coming from a place that isn't using maturity, I guess. Like we're both mature people, so we can handle those disagreements. Anybody else, us doing that, which we've tried to do that with other people and it don't work. Those friendships don't last because those people can't handle can't handle that type of high level arguing where we're both saying very valid things. You know what I mean? You just have to know what kind of people you can have those conversations with because everybody ain't going to be able to have those conversations like that where you, it's both two people saying smart stuff. One person is going to be saying something smart. The other person going to be saying something dumb and ain't nothing going to come from that. There's no point. Nothing. Not There's a team. No, there is no point. As soon as somebody, if we're having a discussion, as soon as they say something real dumb that I know is dumb, I'm like, yeah, we're not going to keep. I'm going to be like, oh, you're right. That's, a, that's cool. Sure. You can. If you feel that way, that's how you feel. If any of, well, maybe not y'all because y'all probably get it in the in who people who watching this. But there, there have been some people. You may be watching and I may have. Ended a conversation in the DMs. We may have had a conversation. I may have ended it. Um, I don't know. Maybe. But I do that a lot in the DMs. It's like people ask me a question, condescending, kind of coming at me, kind of shady, kind of rude. Um, but I answer it because I'm trying to be a good person. And I'll give them, you know, my thoughts and my feelings. And then they'll they'll just start mouthing off about something crazy. And I'm like, oh, that's what you were on. Cool blessings <laughs> and then you get the delete <laughs> and I'm done with that conversation you could just argue with yourself because I'm not here to argue I want to have a healthy conversation if you wanted to ask me a healthy question and we have a healthy conversation we can do that I don't mind conversations if you have questions but if you just want to like tell me I'm wrong and you just want to like yell at me and argue I'm not trying to argue with you you know what I saw earlier today you mad <laughs> someone 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 said that for us to want to have the most inclusive uh to, to be the most inclusive generation ever we sure do like exclude people that don't think like us you know what i'm saying oh like God. like society the world group we're talking think. about the outside world we're not talking about belief we're talking about the outside world for them to say they want everyone to be in inclusive and so on and so forth like the minute that you oppose, don't get me started. What they think, don't get me started, or how they feel. Like I understand you feel like that, but I disagree, and it's okay to disagree. Like someone says, but the minute that you oppose, it's like, oh, well, we we can't stand to see this. Canceled. Is why you They're canceled. You're canceled. You just can't. Like, they it's just like, bro, groupthink. Groupthink will be the downfall of this society. As soon as you say something, and this is this is how I know it's bad, because. Mm, don't want to go down that road. I don't know if I don't know if I'm, and I'm leaving Amber's post. Like, I don't know if I want to go down that road, but even certain social media platforms, even, if you are not ready for the day, even you so, <laughs> certain social media platforms won't even let you share your feelings about certain topics without blocking it and saying that it's uh, what is it? What is it called? 
um the fact checkers the yes the fact checkers it's like it could be they say it's potentially like incorrect information or something but it's literally just somebody sharing their thoughts and opinions about something um and i feel like that alone is an indicator that our society is jacked up because it's like there's only a certain way you can think and there's only a certain way that they want you to believe and certain things they want you to see and so as long as you fall in line with what they say what they want you to see and what they think is the truth may not even be the whole truth but it's their truth um as long as that as long as you agree with what everyone else agrees with you're fine say one thing that go against it you're blocked get in one little fight my mom's got scared this is why i love tiktok because tiktok is probably the most savage platform right now you can literally say what you think and you ain't gonna get blocked um but you know yeah see some platforms are just a little more this I'm, I, Amber, what, I think this is so good because if a person lives in a fence, if you know that out of the course of your friendship with this individual that they always offended, you trying to address or trying to patch up, it's not gonna matter. It's not gonna matter. Trust because, me. Because they're offended. Trust me. I most of y'all know this. I had. Mm, don't they're offended. That. No, don't do it. Okay. Don't do it. Not even gonna do it. Group think already the downfall. Drop the good nugget right there. We can agree to disagree. Somebody says you we can we, yeah, here it is. Oh no, it's not. Here it is. <laughs> it's important to have the space to be yourself and agree without malice and disagree without malice. Yes. I see so many people that like. Oh, you don't agree? Yeah, I hate you. Like, oh. Or or you don't agree. Oh, you hate me. Like that's hate if you or, don't agree. Yeah, or or because I don't agree with certain hot topics. I you I hate like do you know do you even know me? Do you know how I treat all people? Like do- <laughs> I think this is why I probably this is probably why I don't give a lot of energy. Like it it doesn't drain me. I'm so used to being anti everything. Uh <laughs> Like, I just, I automatically know I'm not going to fit in because I'm going to believe what I want to, what I believe. And I'm not budging. I don't care what society is saying. I'm not agreeing because I don't want to agree. And so I already go into most relationships knowing we're probably not going to agree on a lot of things. But I've also learned how to um, get along with people that I don't necessarily have to, we don't have to think the same for us to get along, you know? I've had plenty of different, I've been around a lot of different types of people and I just, I, I'm still me and I'm just going to be me, you know, and love you with the love of the Lord. Like I went, like, I feel like I have a good resilience with relationships because like I went to private school, you guys, in Texas. Um, So you can imagine the types of microaggressions and racially uh, you know, charged uh, remarks that were said to me um, at said school and the type of, you know, discrimination that I've had to face. And it did not bother me um, because I'm like, y'all 
believe what you believe, that ain't got nothing to do with me. That's how you grew up. That's how you were raised. That's who raised you. That's your, oh, that's your parents. That, that's generations back. Ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm living my life regardless. I'm going to be nice to you. I'm going to smile at you. When I tell you by the time I graduated, all them people loved me. They did. They loved me. I got so many hugs at graduation. <laughs> they ain't like me at first, but oh, I made them love me. You want to know why? Because I was just me. And I don't let people, grain. I don't let people affect me like that. Like, oh, you crazy. And that ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm not going to take it personally. You know, I just learned how to not take it personally. When people do crazy stuff, say crazy stuff to me, I just don't take it. I'm not going to fight you. For what? Like, okay. Just be like, cool. That's how you feel? Awesome. Because here's the thing. And here's the thing that helps. I'm going to be me. I'm not going to give away the secret. But this is one thing that my dad always says. When, because we're pastors and we deal with people. And church is all about helping people. You have to understand that God got all kind of people. And so and they're all they're all at different all phases kind. of life, different walks of life. You got to love them the same. If they just came off the street and they still strung out on drugs, you got to love them the same as if they work at the church and uh, usher or whatever. I don't know. But. In all walks, you gotta love people the same. All Can't treat them differently. Kinds of people, but you can oh, you can set some boundaries. You ain't letting somebody who's strung off on drugs come to your house and go through your closet because you gotta protect your. Because they might take some. They might steal some heart. stuff. They might steal some stuff. Listen, I feel like preaching now. For those of you that are taking notes, write this down. Protect your peace and, and guard, guard your, your heart. heart. You want to know how to do better with friendship fallout, people ghosting you, people treating you wrong, people doing you wrong. Protect your peace and guard your heart. <laughs> and then number three is realize that God got all kinds of people. Every, everybody's not the same. Everyone doesn't think like you. Everyone doesn't act like you. Everyone doesn't have your perspective. Perspective is the, the dynamic uh, or the height at which you view things. Your perspective is different. Your perspective is different than your child's. Your child sees from their three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, from their old yourself. When you 32, or I'm not, man, I'm acting like my dad. When you about to be 32 or you're in your 30s, you see things differently than people in their 20s. Or you absolutely, should. Absolutely. When That's you're in your I'm 20s, like, you see yeah. things differently than people that are in their teens. When you're in your teens, you see things differently. This is why that song came out. Parents just don't understand. They do. Their perspective is just different. And everybody's not on the same timeline as you. So you cannot force them to Ooh. speed up or slow down. At your pace. Girl, you just say that again. Oh, everybody not on the same timeline as you. So. I thought you was going to say it like. Oh, the same, the same, everybody same. ain't on the same timeline as you. So you can't expect them to speed up or slow down at your pace. Mm. I really got to put some organ hits in here because <laughs> you just preach. You know, you got to get everybody's not on your timeline. Ooh. Because some people. Here's the reality. Some people are working through a lot more than just y'all little relationship. 
they got a lot. Some people have a lot of trauma behind their actions and the way that they treat you. So you have to humble yourself in relationships a lot of times and say, you know what? This is bigger than me and I can't fix this myself. So one of the things that, especially when I was in a very, I feel like a very toxic relationship um, and my prayer was always, well, after a while I realized nothing I can do is going to fix this. So my prayer was always, Lord, if I'm supposed to be in this person's life, then show me that. And I pray that this person gets the help they need, even if it's not from me. If I'm not supposed to be in their life, let me know, take them out of my life. That's that. That's it. But I always pray for that person, like as if I I want them to get the help they need, but it doesn't have to be from me. And I had to like take myself out of the equation and be like, okay, even if I can't help this person, I still want them to get help. Just it don't have to be me. I don't want it. Here's the thing, because I like to keep my energy <laughs> as much as possible. I don't want to have to help somebody if I if it's not my job to do so. Because it's going to put a strain on me. Right. So I'm taking my, if I have, listen, I will gladly, gladly step back. I don't want to be the one that, to help you. I don't. I used to be, the, I used to have that big sister problem. The big sister mentality. Because I have two younger brothers that I feel like I single-handedly raised. Uh, not really. That's a joke. Um, but I, I always used to try to force them to be like, be like me, like do this, like me, like this is, you know, like I used to boss Landon around a lot. Um, <laughs> and I always wanted him to be on my level. Like I like this. So you should like this too. Here, like this with me, you know? Um, and I couldn't, he's his own person. I had to let him be his own person. So I had to like stop trying to force myself onto him. I had to learn how to do that with other relationships. Like I can't force myself onto people and I can't like force them to be, to think like me. You know what I mean? Um, that's unfair to them because then they don't get to grow into the person they're supposed to be. Yep. So I just like, okay, if this is, if this person is supposed to be in my life, let them be in my life. But I just pray that they get the help they need, even if it's not me. If it's not me, please take me out. I don't want to deal with this no more. <laughs> take me out of the equation. And then usually when I pray that, something happen, and they'll be like, you know, I don't like when you did X, Y, Z seven, five years ago. Um, and it's been sitting not right with me for a long time. Like, it just hasn't been sitting right with me. So I don't want to be friends anymore. That's usually what happens. Like, it'll be that specific. Like, or it'll be like, I just don't like how you did this, 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 and this. So, you know, maybe we should just take a break and kind of distance ourselves. I still love you. We just can't be. That's happened to me on multiple occasions. And I've had that literal, that was a literal conversation we had, like, I just, it was like, I prayed. If I did something wrong, let me know. But if not, if I don't need to be in their life, Lord, let me know. And then right after that, I'll get the call or the text. Hey, you know, when this happened, I didn't like that. So I don't want to. Okay. Okay. That's my out. I'm taking my out. You said it, not me. I... Thank you. Thank you for listening. Because I ain't want to deal with this no more. So, and then I exit stage left. And move on my life. And then it just, it's golden. You see how that works? It's great. You just can't ignore the signs, bro. 
the flags be there and y'all be ignoring them. I'm I'm one day y'all gonna learn. Y'all gonna learn and read them signs correctly. That sign say, girl, go left and leave that person alone, but you wanna stay right. Well, maybe, maybe I can help. Maybe, maybe they'll listen to me. <laughs> left. The Lord said left. My, my, my. God be like, this your sign, boo. I gave you this sign a long time ago and you just keep, why you keep ignoring what, okay. You're going to get your little feelings hurt. You're going to get your little, I feel like God be, that's how God be talking to me. God be talking to you like that. Because that's how you talk to me. You're like, all right, keep on. You're going to get your little feelings hurt. Don't come crying to me. I told you. I gave you the directions. You wanted to go the other way. Okay. Cool. You didn't want to read your Bible and talk to me, so I'm going to let you do what you want to do. And I ain't looking either. And so I, I believe. I ain't going to save you. Somebody said something in here and they kept, they kept repeating it in different forms and different comments. And it was, it's the word assignment. Yep. It is not your assignment or in a less churchy term, it is not your job to fix your friends. Fix anybody. It's not your job to fix anybody. It's not your job to fix anybody. your spouse. Nope. It's not your it's job, not my job to fix Kim. To fix your mom or I your can't dad. Nope. It's not your job to fix your coworker. Mm -mm. It is not your job. Song says, What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs we bear. Huh? What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. The Bible says, carry, bring everything to God with prayer and supplication. Let your request be made known unto God. So the God of all peace, wisdom, understanding, knowledge, grace, love. He, he's the... the all the all sufficient one, the omnipresent one, the all knowing one could help those who you pray for. But if you try to fix it in your little feeble mind, you only use about eight uh, percent of your brain. You don't even use the full capacity of your brain. What makes you think you can help somebody <laughs> fix somebody? You can't even you can help, help yourself. But you can't fix nobody. You need a therapist. You can't even fix yourself. <laughs> You Take do everything not have to God answer, in Sway. prayer. If you feel like you're overwhelmed, yeah, you know, folks got brands and stuff out there. Jesus and therapy. Do what you need to do, but also take it to God in prayer because we have enough things that we have to bear. We have enough things that we have to carry on our own. It's not your job to carry somebody else's bags. Mm. No, it ain't. You ever tried to go to the airport? I am not a and, and you know you carry able-bodied people bags. Like number one, why do you have a duffel bag? Why don't you have a bag with wheels on it? And now, now you're like, like that don't even make sense. You're trying to be fresh with this duffel bag. Like why you ain't got wheels on this bag? Now I'm carrying your bag because you. I'm just letting you care, just not carry it. And now you're you're becoming a crutch for someone. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm I'm about to go on for a whole nother tangent. That's true. listen. Guys, enabling go people. get this. Go get this book, Relational Intelligence, Darius Daniels. Go read it. Check it out. Listen to it. Get it on Audible. Do whatever you need to do. Because this book. Stop doing that because it, it keeps blowing out the lights. This book, uh, man, it, it changed so many things for me. Um, I was able to, like, break so many things down. So many things were just opened uh, and, and made clear clear word to me because 
I am a, a heavy carer or I care heavily for people. So it's it's important that you have to you gotta take you gotta take stuff to God. Okay. He's he's the author and finisher of our faith. Take it to God. All right. Um man. Woo! It don't even feel like we've been on here for an hour. But my stomach is growling. And so, hey. Gee, I hope I hope we uh answered your question, man. You're on here. Uh, let us know in the comments, man. I, I've been seeing you. Uh, I've been seeing you leave some feedback. Prayerfully, we were able to answer. Does this? Did this? Somebody <laughs> asked. Feel a like question. I'm in did this help y'all? Somebody asked, um, "What do you do when they come back?" Uh, I don't know. When they when they come back. Uh, oh, so yeah. When they try to come back after, what do you do then? This is why I said it's not good to burn bridges. And just talk things out. Um, like I don't, I set boundaries with people. I don't, I don't burn them. I don't, I don't really be blocking people like that. If I know that one day they may want to apologize or whatever. I mean, I do block people. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I do block people. Um, but I always, there's, I mean, I always, I don't say, I don't want to say leave the door open, but you know where the door is. You can knock. And I might answer. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I don't burn bridges. I feel like you should you should allow people to uh, you should give them enough space to where they're not depleting your energy, but also give them the room to apologize too. because I feel like it's unfair to somebody if they want to apologize to you and genuinely make an effort. I don't think that means you just go back to it's not going to go back to the way things were. Absolutely not. Um, you can still have boundaries with people and I feel like you still should uh, there like I said there have been times where you know I've had to deal with that where somebody years later wanted to reconcile or apologize whatever cool we ain't gonna be friends though Um, love you from a distance praying for you but we're not gonna be friends because the history there is traumatic to say the least it was toxic and there's no erasing that so it's just like we move forward from here knowing that we apologize to each other. Moving on. That's about as much. But you still, I think you still should leave room for people to apologize. Absolutely. Uh, but that don't mean y'all got to be friends. It does not mean that. It does not mean, I think there's a difference. What is it? What is this? What is, somebody said, somebody said this. I don't remember. But it's like, forgiveness is not the same thing as like being a doormat. Something like that. It's something along those lines. It's like you don't you don't have to. I don't know. I'll have to find the quote if I can find it. But y'all know what I'm trying to say. You don't have to neglect your boundaries and go back on what you stand for just to let somebody apologize or you know what I mean. That don't mean we got to be friends. Does not mean that. <laughs> Doors have peepholes. My mm, God. They do. You can check to see. Hey, it's like when you open a door for a stranger, but you leave the, we don't have one of those, but like safe lock. the safe bolt thing, you leave it like, huh, hello? <laughs> can I help you? Um, boundaries, bro. You got to keep your boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Boundaries are so important. Can you tell your computer stop? Your that's your computer. My computer's right here. Making all that noise. No, that's your computer. No, that's your. You're getting com- text messages. It's saying ding. Your computer. My computer can't make noise because it's plugged into this. Your computer. It's been I making noise all day. Could put it on do not disturb. Anywho. <laughs> anywho. You just gotta be, you know, a little more um respectful of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta put me first. I gotta put me first. I gotta put me first, Lucius. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta put me first. You don't gotta unblock everybody. Some some No. Folks some people can stay blocked. Some some folks. The door is shut. Yes. Right. So my, see, we have such wise subscribers. Oh, yeah, no. I've been, saying, I, we've, been, we've been preaching on here, and y'all preaching in the chat, too. Y'all going I've in. only unblocked, because here's the thing. Nine times out of ten, if I block you, I forgot that I blocked you, and I don't know your name, so I can't even. Um, most people I block, I don't really know them. Um, I've only blocked people that I know maybe once or twice. And um, eventually I do unblock them. But, uh, yeah, or they just find another way to contact me. <laughs> Somebody said uh, new name is everything is weak eyes. I don't even know. I should have just said wise, but. Tried you tried to, to do too much there. Did, did. Um, but, yeah, y'all, just respect yourself. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. I preach boundaries all day, every day, because they're so. And Rob Matheson, you are offering. Important. They're so important. Boundaries are so important. I'd be trying to help Cam with his boundaries because sometimes he does too much. Like y'all said earlier, we balance each other out. We do. You're a the thing is you're a very caring person and you care what people think. And I love that about you. Meanwhile, on the other hand, I, I'd be like, I have to do do what you do, do what you do, but watch my shoes. That's you know you don't want to face. You have to, but also you still can have boundaries too. That's true. Just because you're a preacher don't mean you can't have boundaries. I've listen, I, there's a lot of a lot of deceased preachers in my family who didn't have boundaries. So we we cut that spirit off in, in the name. <laughs> I don't you not listen, some curses we breaking in this generation. We ain't gonna have no worn out, beat up preacher who gave all his all to the church and didn't nobody look look out for him. I refuse to be another teen statistic. <laughs> yeah, I remember them commercials. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, I refuse to have y'all. I refuse to have a worn out husband. I really do. I praise God for his call on his life. However, I am here to make sure that he does not pass out and die from exhaustion. And I will do everything in my power to make sure that that does not happen. Ooh. That is my job as his wife. I refuse. So when I tell him he needs to have boundaries, I mean that. Like, bruh, you could tell people, no, I don't have the energy because you don't. You can't fix everybody because you can't. Some people, you got to be like, you got to pray with this. What a bit. I mean. It was a couple weeks ago. You just got to tell them. I, I just I got to pray I, about I, this. I got a wife at home. I didn't answer the and phone. And she needs some folks, of my energy. Come on, Jesus. Folks in the church was calling me. She folks, needs some of my energy. Very important people was calling me. And I was just like. I don't think he was like, you're not going. I was like, 
I don't have the mental capacity for. And this. that's okay. Like as as people, we're just we're humans at the end of the day. You have to. You cannot it. disregard your mental capacity. You can't disregard your humanity. Yes, you are a even human. though even maybe You're this is another super. topic. Even though, obviously, there's a great call in my life, and I feel the. I, taught a message the pressure of being gifted the pressure of being called with the call and the responsibility that i have like i can't forget my humanity and this is why mm. like you've been talking about this is why preachers they feel like they can help every congregant and then they die early because yes. they didn't take care of themselves they did not take care of themselves they end up like bro you knew that vacation yes bro you, you need, need you off. need to get your feet done because you've been on your feet too long and you got corns bunions and onions and when you're that tired you gonna miss something and that's where some people fall short it's like when you're that tired or that drained they start well we're not gonna get into that conversation so hey listen i appreciate all of y'all so much mm. over 160 my, my, my. some odd people on here live on a friday night this is how we do it. It could only be it's the pandemic Friday that would cause this to happen. But I feel all right. People all literally, literally, no exaggeration, people all over the world tuned in tonight uh, or whatever time it is where you are. We appreciate y'all so much from rock, for rocking with us. Um, man, uh, it, it means so much. Uh, you just you just have no clue. Um, you know, the the ability that we have to like use our technology, use what's in your hand to reach people and just to give, you know, the little wisdom nuggets that we got just over the course of our lives. Uh, it's, it's, it's dope. I don't take it lightly. I don't take this as like a joke. I don't take this as a thing to do because it's popular and, you know, everybody got podcasts now. Like, no, no the stuff like, we talk about ain't popular. Trust yes, me. Yeah. You know, so. That people be talking about on their podcast have you foolishness but that's neither here nor there i'm i'm grateful that there are thousands of you that want to hear um wise counsel from people that are your peers and so uh yeah man i i truly truly appreciate this um i'm i'm a very grateful person and i appreciate every single one of you that was on here uh, throughout the whole duration, the whole time, um, even as y'all in here trying to, you know, make me get emotional, y'all mean a lot to us. And, you know, we want to continue to put out great content that that people can listen to over and over and over again. Like, it ain't just, oh, yeah, that was good for 2021 or that was good for 2022. Like, no, we want, like, I do, when I'm 60-some years old, God willing, uh, I do want to... I don't even cap. I don't want to be sixty. I want Jesus to come back before I, me. I, I'm tired. I pray that you know. <laughs> I'm ready for Jesus. If to come back. Jesus Terry, as they say, I come pray on, that Lord. we can still you know I'm, keep doing I'm, this. It's ghetto out I'm here. Do this as long as long it's ghetto as there's breath in my body. Like the uh, I get the sleepy ragged. So, uh, yeah, you just you just have a sleepy spirit. I do. I so. because I respect my energy. Yeah, <laughs> you see that? <laughs> if I ain't got it, I it, I ain't got it. My phone about to at nine o'clock. My phone will be like, it's wind down time. Millennial marriage Your tour is 10 p.m. I've been wanting to do something like oh, this for so, so long. So, so, so. Okay, go first, ahead. Y'all heard it. Y'all hear it here first. You actually, 
well, you may not have to cut this out. You can leave it in there. Y'all are going to hear it here first. Since you guys waited until the end, well, not waited, you watched till the end, y'all get a little sneak preview, not a sneak preview, an exciting announcement that I was, I'm going to make officially, officially on my IG in a couple of days. Well, probably when we get back from our anniversary, I'll make the announcement um, for everybody, but it's open to y'all first. Okay. Actually, I mean, you can't do anything about it because we're live right now, so I can't. <laughs> um but I'm going to have a link for you guys that you can click. Actually, I'll probably post it in the everything is we first. And then y'all get first dibs on giving up, giving you guys your opinions. But I have a little, I have something exciting to share with you guys. So I don't know if I want to say it now. <laughs> Girl, you didn't, um, you didn't tease no, me. No, okay. So uh, regarding the marriage millennial thing, um, this really isn't what we're, that's not what it's going to be called because I don't want to make it a thing like I don't want it to be like a whole like oh this is a conference we gonna be preaching no that's not what it is but uh, this year you guys get the opportunity to plan a trip with me and Cam Ooh. so I got a, a company reached out to me that plans group trips and they asked me if I would want to do one with my followers and I was like heck yeah so I kind of um, talked about this a couple years ago, like asked y'all to see what y'all would think. And we never did it because it sounded kind of scary, but I think this will be fun. So um, you guys get to pick the place and everything like it's going to be, it's cool. So I'll have a survey. There's a survey you guys have to fill out with your information. You just have to give me your information and like where you would want to go, like your budget, all of that. Um, I will be putting the link to that survey. I'll post it in the everything is we, can I post links on there? I think I can. I think you don't have to have a certain amount of followers. I'm going to post, I'm going to try oh, to post we it. definitely do a background checks. Don't even. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes. Everybody will be vetted. We'll, we'll go through everybody and make sure everybody's safe and the, and the travel people they do too, and make sure it's, it's legit. Um, we're not just gonna have anybody there. We have to make sure that we know who's coming. Um, so yeah, it'll be. It'll be fine. Don't worry about that. But um, yes, I'll have the survey for you guys to fill out just to like get a feeler for what y'all gonna what to do, whatever, before we kind of like start planning things. Um, we just need to know how many people are gonna come and all that stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so that's the exciting news that I have. Um and yeah, so that's it. I'm gonna post the link in the everything is we page all the everything's we page on instagram and it'll be a relief for you guys and then i'll release it to the public every strip i'll release it to the pub ah! uh, <laughs> um speaking of math we gotta watch that um but yeah so we will yes that's it I, that's all i'm gonna say for now because i don't think i have anything else so that's it that's the yep but other than that yay we going on vacation <laughs> We're about to be celebrating our eight-year eight-year anniversary. Eight-year anniversary on Monday. On Monday. Y'all, I've been married to this girl for eight years. I was just saying, like, it literally seemed like just the other day we was at DJ and Nina's 10-year anniversary. Right. And we was holding up the sign, and it was like two and a half two years. Two and a half years. Yep. That's crazy to me. 
That's going to be us in two years with a 10-year anniversary party. Asking about, all right, how long y'all been married? That's, bro, we, like, we really, like, OGs on We're old. <laughs> we're old. Now, I'm not saying we old. I'm just saying, like, we OGs in this thing. I mean, thing. but like, you know what old, you know like, what really old been... means to me? Old doesn't mean, like, oh, we're ancient. And old is, like, when I was younger, when I saw 30-year-olds, like, they were the adults, like, the aunties yeah. and uncles. And, like, we're those people now. Like we're the adults, bruh. I was. I never like. This is weird. Like I, I, I always wanted to be like in my twenties, but I never thought about thirties. I, I, I always, I, I didn't I go like, past oh, when you thirty. Like I'm like you're a man. My dreams never went past <laughs> high school. I didn't know what my life would look like after that. I never imagined myself being an adult. Like I never know what that was gonna look yeah, like. Yeah, this is insane. It feels weird. I feel like a teenager. I might be thirty two. I feel bad for these kids because I'm like y'all looking at us. We don't know what we doing. <laughs> Maybe that's how our parents felt. Bruh. You asked me all these questions. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure this out too. But y'all want our I'm not gonna say that because I don't <laughs> I don't want our parents mad at us. <laughs> they know. Bro, but like we we look I I've said this to my parents though. My parents look younger now than they did when they were like younger. Mm -hmm. And it's weird. I think like, it's just the nineties. Yeah, the it's just 80s like, bro, like 90s, why did y'all look like? Like everybody looked older than they were. It was like a thing for them to look older. I don't know what that is. Like their even their style and stuff, the way they they dressed, like it just I don't know. Like bro, like when we look at basketball highlights, like Will it's Chamberlain weird. was like a young man in his twenties, but like he looked like he was like, the styles. Yes, the styles 52. made them look old, but it's just because those styles are old to us too. You know what I mean? Like those styles are out of style. Yeah. So they're old. They look old. And then like the pictures and videos are like terrible. The quality is trash. So that makes it look even worse. But anyway, eight years in the game. Uh man, it's just been it's been awesome. It's been great. Oh, so do you love me? I do. Um marriage video. Oh, we gotta do that. Anniversary video coming up. Gotta record that. So that's gonna be. I had to Biggie's wait to page. get my hair done because I was ugly this Y'all Biggie's making a comeback to YouTube. So make sure y'all subscribe. Make sure y'all tune in. Make sure y'all tell y'all aunties, nieces, <laughs> uh, nieces, mamas, grandmamas to all the ladies. Tune in. Not me about to make beauty content again. She about what to come that? back to the YouTube. So get ready. Beauty content. I don't want to call it. Get ready. Get ready. We're not going to be the same. We're going to do new things. So I'm doing a new thing. Hey, I'm hungry than a mug. So what we going to do is we going to end it on a good note. And uh, appreciate y'all once again for rocking with us, tuning in, as y'all always do, showing mad love each and every episode, each and every podcast. We appreciate you all. Love y'all. Grace and peace. Peace out, y'all.